Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello again, and I hope you're doing all right in social isolation, or if this whole plague has passed, you're just doing right on uh, the average Tuesday or whatever day it happens to be. Uh, this second one here I did with my friends Brian and Andy, who... I mentioned once or twice that I do some other podcast with, um, I don't know, that seems to be some rumor, but that show doesn't actually exist. I don't know what anyone's talking about. We recorded it a couple of years ago now at this point, and frankly, the content's still great. It's just that we clearly don't know what we're talking about, and things have not aged well. For example, the Washington Capitals have won a Stanley Cup literally that year. Uh, when we talk about Trolls 1 or Trolls 2, we're talking about the old cult movie, not the wildly, massively successful Trolls and Trolls World Tour franchises of DreamWorks movies starring Justin Timberlake and other people. And Chara, Chara will just keep going forever and ever and ever. So if you've ever wanted to hear three white guys talk about hockey, some Star Wars stuff, quite a bit of video games... Well, golly gee willikers, are you in luck? This was a fun one. Uh, thank you. Have a good one. Enjoy it. I kind of like the idea of it. I don't like that people throw away the first movie, but sorry, what were you saying? Did you see the TNT order? What's TNT? So there's uh, on Star Wars, uh, uh, the subreddit, somebody posted a picture of TV, a TNT, like their their schedule for the day for, for airing Star Wars movies. And they were like, what kind of fucked up order is this? And it went like four, two, three, five, one, six, like some random shit. Um, and then they figured out it was just alphabetical order. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it actually is kind of hilarious. Yeah. So maybe just doing an alphabetical order wouldn't be the worst thing possible. Like start with a new hope and then the Empire Strikes Back. I don't know, actually I have to double check what it is. But yeah, it's it's pretty funny. That is a good way of doing it. And you can just kind of as new movies get made, you don't have to worry about where thematically or story wise they're supposed to be. You just put, you know, Last Jedi under L. Yeah. You know what I tell what I tell people because they're always like, Oh, what order should I watch them? And I'm just like, just watch them in release order. It doesn't matter. Like, it really, you could watch them in any order. They're good enough movies individually. Like, even, I know this is going to be a controversial thing, but even episode one is, like, all right, fast forward through the pod racing, but, like, the last half hour is just one giant battle, which is really cool and fun, and and there's a lot of stuff in the beginning that's uh, a little bit action-y, and so it's like, yeah, it's fine. And the pod racing was a great part because they made a great video game out of it. It was insanely hard, but it was really good still. Wait, was it the um, Bombad Racing, or was it the Pod Racing? Like, did they... Because I remember there was a bunch of Episode 1 games, and there was one that was Mario Kart with with the racing stuff, and it was Bombad no, Racing. like that. Okay, so this no, was an actual... One, it was a Pod Racing game. Like, yeah. you do the one from the movie, and then that one's still pretty hard. But then the ones after that are, like, nearly impossible. <laughs> That's cool. No, I didn't. Play, I didn't have a system that could play those games for a while. You know what? I just realized I didn't tell the people we're we're very loosey goosey on the show. I didn't tell the people who the guests were. I mean, I'm sure they they could tell because it's listed in the episode title. But uh, yeah, so my fir- we're doing this our first three way draft. Also, our first 
God damn it. This is what I have to put up with week to week. Also, the first one done over Skype, like I said, uh, I kind of want to do them face to face, but sometimes just not possible because Brian, who is a uh, my co-host on Outwit, Outplay, Outcast, a survivor podcast on the Night of the Living Geeks covering season 36, Ghost Island. We just finished doing an episode. Could you tell? Uh, he lives in Arizona, so it's not really possible for him to be face to face with us. And then our other guest is uh, Andy, our my... Uh, other co-co-host for I Would Outplay Outcast, for our podcast on the Night Living Geeks Network. I wanted to welcome you guys by telling you the name of the show, but there still isn't actually one. We're uh, as yet unnamed drafting podcast, which at this point, I'm thinking I might just name it that. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me that you did the Kenneth, the entire Kenneth episode in person? Yeah, that was in his garage. And the smell didn't bother you? Uh, well, you know, you... I used to work with, so this is a true story. When I worked at uh, Electronics Boutique in the Valco Mall back in many, many moons ago, I think this was, yeah, this was like the uh, summer of 2001. I quit in July or August. I quit in August, I remember, because it was my girlfriend's birthday. Anyway, um, yeah, when I worked there, I originally worked with a guy named Richard, who was this big, fat guy, and he smelled, he did not shower. All he did on his days off was roll off of the couch, because he didn't have a bed. He didn't believe in material possessions. He believed in EverQuest, and he would play EverQuest for 12 hours, and then he would go to bed, and he would order pizza, because if you remember, EverQuest had a slash pizza command that would bring up, uh, I think it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. It would bring up Pizza Hut's website. And so he would do that all the time. He would almost never shower. He smelled so awful. Like, uh, he got transferred to Valley Fair. Like, it took a while for this, for his smell to fade. But people would come in and just be like, oh, I doubt you could hear, you could, wait, let me get closer to the mic. Oh, that worked. Uh, yeah, that was the sound of sniffing. They go, is Richard gone? Is he, this place smells a lot better. And, uh, no joke, like, because of that, because of how smelly he was, I can't really smell people anymore unless they're truly awful. Man, EverQuest was great and terrible. Did you play EverQuest? A little bit. I played for about a week. I played the game <laughs> the game that came before EverQuest for a long time called Meridian 59. That was that pushed the Doom 2 engine to its absolute limits. Uh, that was one of the first MMOs. I ne- then after that, I like missed a whole bunch and then didn't come back really until I think... Dark Age of Camelot and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Eve came out in the interim there. Yeah, I skipped that too. Basically, the next one that I played, I think, was Warhammer Age of Reckoning. Oh, yeah, Warhammer had a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones did you play, Brian? I know you played you play WoW. Did you play any before no. that? No, the first thing I played was when Burning Crusade came out. Oh, It was oh. like several months after that came out. So you weren't even a vanilla player? No. Interesting. Yeah. Like, the thing that... I played WoW after I played Warhammer. And it was a good enough game. I enjoyed it. But, like, when I was playing it, I just couldn't help but think, like, oh, my God, it's going to sound too too indie hipster. Because I was going to say, like, this is too mainstream. No, what it was is it's the game that takes the good ideas from all of the other games and puts them into its game. Like, the only reason WoW is still around is because it has such a huge player base that it can keep on going. Like, it's there's nothing actually that innovative about it. Even, um... 
all this innovative stuff comes from other things. Like, what was the last big expansion that added, like, you get your own castle and you can send your minions out to do stuff for you? Oh, uh, so Warlords Draenor. But they expanded upon that in Legion, and they're going to be building on... So they they did your garrison, so you build your own, like, you know, garrison. Um, your, like, invasion force in Draenor, and then in Legion, you're the leader of your class, or you're, like, the leader of the priests. And then uh, in uh, the upcoming one, you're going to be the captain of a pirate ship. And still have your crew in your ship. Yeah, and that's all well and good and entertaining, but it's like when I was seeing that on, uh, I think, yeah, Kenneth and David and all of them were playing it. When I was watching them play it, I was just like, oh, this is Star Star Wars. Uh, this is the Star Wars MMO. This is yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what that's what Blizzard does. Blizzard doesn't really innovate a whole lot as a company. They they look around, and they see what other companies are doing, they see what they play in their off time, and they figure why do they play it and what can they do better like hearthstone is a great game and but it came out of all the people who were playing uh mtgo magic gathering online and were just frustrated by the fact that the game worked really well but looked horrendous so they were like hey why don't we do this but have it actually you know look good and work well and you get hearthstone and it's not as complex of a game but it looks good and it works well and it's fun and fast and easy to play and it fixes all the problems that mtgo had and you know, like, WoW does the same thing. It wasn't a whole lot different from EverQuest when it started. They just liked playing EverQuest a ton. They were like, well, this sucks, and that sucks, and the other thing sucks. So let's do it differently in our game. That's um, all they really do. Yeah, corpse runs. Goodbye, corpse runs. Yeah. There's no corpse runs and raids anymore. You just push release, and you're all back alive and standing there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they completely did that away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one good that's one good thing I'll give WoW is that they are very good at listening to the player base and getting rid of those things that you just always had, like corpse runs. Like when you died in EverQuest, your corpse would be on the ground. This is the same thing in Meridian fifty nine, and basically every game that came before uh WoW, you would die, your corpse would be on the ground, all of your loot would be in your corpse. Anyone who walked up to you could just take everything that you had and then you'd have to get back and you'd usually lose some skill points permanently and have to regain those and all that. And they were just like, this is dumb. Why do we have this? We don't need this. Gear shouldn't break. Get rid of all of that. And then they did. And it's like, and now people are like, oh man, it's stupid that they don't have that anymore. That was so much fun. But whenever they release a game that has it, like, do you remember Darkfall? Darkfall was supposed to be this hardcore PvP MMO that was going to revolutionize everything. You didn't even have names over your character. They had to recognize the way your character looked. Like, ten people played it, and it died a, a very short death. Well, and people who want who want that kind of a game, they have a game already. They play Eve. Yeah. Well, Eve Online is fucking cutthroat, and it's beautiful. So if you're that kind of player, go do that. I'd even argue that players don't even really want that because every game that I've been in, they talk about, we want more PvP. We want PvP. It's like they don't really want PvP. What they want is to gank people. They don't want a challenge. They don't want to fight. They just want to stand on a bridge. What's that red zone outside of uh, the starter, human starter zone? Red Ridge? Sure, that sounds about right. Uh, they want to stand on the bridge there and then hide, and then as soon as some like level twenty guy comes on by, just open up and one shot them. And it's like that's not fun. That's sociopathic. Yeah, I've been saying that for a long time. Nobody believes me. No. Well, that's why they're getting rid of PvP altogether. Good. Well, world PvP anyway. World yeah. PvP, yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, they're not getting rid of it. Just you can turn it off if you don't want to do it, which yeah. I am absolutely going to love. Because I hate that a damn guild is on the PvP server, because it makes me hate leveling up. Mm-hmm. Fucking Thomas. 
No, I agree with you a million. That was one of the things that I loved the most about uh, Warhammer was later zones, like higher level zones, the middle 60% of the zone would be one giant PvP area. And like you step in it and you're flagged for PvP and everyone can kill you no matter what. And they would put objectives in there and castles in there and things like that. And so you would have things to fight over, just like the tabletop game. And then outside of that, yeah, it was all the PvE zone. And it was just like, all right, here's where you grind and that's it. That's all you need. Now when I hear here's where you grind, I'm thinking like that's the part of the dance floor, that's where you grind. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I feel like we've we've gotten to know you guys pretty well, so we're going to move on to the next bit here, which is where I ask you the question from our previous guest. So the question asked, and I have it down in my little book, I would take a photo of it, except we're not, oh yeah, we could have done it through Skype, that eh, doesn't matter. Anyway, the question we have here is, what is your favorite phone app? Whatever that question means to you. So maybe it's the one that uh, you use the most often. Maybe it's the one that you like the most. Just what do you consider your favorite thing on your phone? I'm going to presume that you both have smartphones, yes? Yeah. Okay. Well, you say of course, but uh, up until uh, I think July of last year, I still had a flip phone. Wow. Yeah. Anytime I see a character in a TV show that uses a flip phone, I'm like, I see you, buddy. The first couple of seasons of of New Girl, when Nick used his phone, I was just like, oh, that's me. And then I realized, oh, my God, I identify with this guy way too much. No. I mean, there's like three answers here. There's the, the thing you use the most, which for me is a toss between Facebook and Reddit. I use those a ton. Um, but to say that I, I like them, eh, I mean, I use them because they help me connect with my friends. Um, the other answer, of course, is the gallery app, because I get to look at pictures of my beautiful daughter and my beautiful wife. And my beautiful friend, Brian. Um, so that's also a correct answer. But I think the real answer is eBay. The eBay app. Hmm. <laughs> so I buy lots of dumb shit I don't need. Interesting. What about you, Brian? I mean, I buy lots of dumb shit I don't need, but I usually don't do it from my phone. <laughs> no, um, that's not true. I don't buy dumb shit I don't. I, I, I buy cool stuff that's awesome <laughs> that, that I probably shouldn't be spending money on. What's the last thing you bought? The last thing that you think is really super cool, but the average person might go, yeah, that's dumb. I bought a Harman Kardon 330A receiver from 1971. I don't even know what that is. It's a stereo receiver. Oh, when you said receiver, I I, I started thinking of the parts of a firearm. <laughs> but no, Brian, what's the what's the dumb thing that you brought you bought? Um, uh, well, yesterday I bought a replacement remote for my. Uh, okay, so like. What year is this? I don't know. Ten years ago? Or, <laughs> Everything or feels... More. Well, yeah, do the math in your head, because when, when you think, oh, yeah, ten years ago I did this thing, I, I think, oh, yeah, that was like 2003, 2004, and then you realize, wait, ten years ago was 2008. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. That's why I'm like, no, wait. It was, <laughs> yeah. I think it was more like 2007. We're now living in comic book about. time. That's 11 years. All right, sorry, go on. Anyway, whatever the hell it was. Uh, I, I was in Vegas, and I won... $700 on the slot machine because I got three sevens that were different colors. Ooh. And I bought the Xbox 360 Pioneer surround sound. And I was still, I was still using it. It's, it's not great, but it's not bad. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds, it sounds. Now, when we got the dog a couple of years ago, he ate the remote, 
<laughs> but uh, he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't chew on that kind of stuff anymore. So I, I bought a replacement remote for it. But I mean, there's other remotes that'll work the damn thing. I really don't need for it to have its own remote. But at least I didn't buy the actual one that it came with because the replacement was a hundred dollars. Why? So I, I bought it. Yeah, I don't know. I bought a knockoff one that was forty. So. That's smart. Yeah. That's like when uh, when I had my well, I still have my PlayStation Two, but when that was the brand new system, I wouldn't buy the official stuff. I would buy like the Mad Cats controllers and the Mad Cats memory cards and oh, things God. like that. Yeah, they were so no. much less. Oh yeah, well I found out afterwards why they were so much less. Uh, they broke. They all of them broke. <laughs> yes. um, that was the worst when Mad Cats memory cards broke. Yeah, but I mean, I oh, the no, only. The only reason I found out they broke is because uh, Marianne, who who co-hosts uh, Tornado Tag Radio, she wanted to play her old PlayStation games. I was like, oh, I'll just bring my stuff. Uh, I'll, so I brought my stuff down to Milpitas. Nope, that's that's up north. To Morgan Hill, that's the one. They start with M's. And just like, here you go. And then we, we like tried to work our con- my controllers, and like the start button wouldn't work on one, but then on the other one, the the uh, down arrow wouldn't work. And so what ended up happening was plug them both in, use the start button on the one where the arrow didn't work, and then you play on the other one. So yeah, wait, sorry. So what'd you end up saying your favorite app was? Sorry, I, we got all oh. distracted. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't finish. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd say the IMDb app, because I look up shit like all yeah. day, every day. Neither of you guys play video games on your phone? Well, I play Pokemon Go. That hardly counts. That's not even a game. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I hope I hope that our voices are perfectly synced when we said that. I don't know, because we got the waveform here, but it had better be synced, because we are hand-in-hand hand on that. Pokemon Go is the barest minimum that you can have to qualify as a game. Mm. Is, can, can you still not challenge your friends in that in any kind of way? There's no point to collecting Pokemon because I'm never going to go to a gym and have any kind of competitive anything. Never. Never. Mm. Especially because I, work, I work on a university campus and I live across the street from a high school. So I live and work around people who have way too much fucking time on it. <laughs> so I'm never, I'm never going to be in an area where I'm naturally going to have a gym that I can regularly go to. That I can have any kind of... So my only hope is to play my friends, whether they have to be nearby or whether I can play with Brian from here and be like, hey, let's both use like our level five dumb fucks. And it, unless that's in there, there's no reason at all for me to ever go into that app. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they don't even have levels in this game, so it's... <laughs> I know they had power, but... Yeah, don't they have like power? Well, level? they've got a rank of combat power, but I mean... Yeah. There you go. But... No, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, that's all good. Like, I'm a, I'm a person who, in theory, I should love that game because, you know, I play the uh, the Star Wars Galaxy Heroes game still. That would be my answer if I was on this. And uh, But I don't have to answer these things. That's what the privilege of being a host. But um, I play that, and the way I play it is, like, I just want to collect all the characters, and I want to get them all to seven stars and do all that. Pokemon Go, I have no reason... Like I collected a couple and I played it for a good month and I was just like, "What the? What am I doing with my life?" And I never, I deleted it and I never played it again. I do not miss it one bit. The drain well, on Andy, my battery. You should know from uh, from my achievement score on WoW. I, I just I want to collect all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that way. I'm that way with most games. Um, I've got gold or platinum. In all of the Mass Effect games and all of the Saints Row games, and then some of the others, I have as as much of the trophies as I can get. Oh god, I don't even do that on console games anymore because they're so goddamn hard to get now. Yeah, some of them were annoying, and some of them are just grindy. Like the one for um, Mass Effect, where it's like romance, romance 
three different people. No, it's yeah, three different people. And actually, they made it a little bit better for Andromeda because you can romance three people in one playthrough if you're if you know what you're doing. It's because um, it's not actually romance. You still only romance one of them, but it could be yeah, fuck three people. Yeah. yeah. Thing, okay. Yeah, it's like oh wait, we've got two Asari. Okay, and then you pick your favorite third other character. But yeah. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Which in my case was uh, Suvi because she was just delightful. Uh, this the very highly Scottish. Uh, is she your pilot? No, science officer. The highly Scottish science officer. And when you you talk to her, the way you hit on her is by going, "Your accent's really cute." And I'm like, "That's what I would do," <laughs> and it wouldn't work. Do you play dude ship or do you play femship? Um, for for Mass Effect, I will play either. Actually, um, I I do eventually plan on doing a Mass Effect draft, like just characters from the franchise. But I'm waiting to have I'm waiting for Shelby on that one because yeah, it's like I was, I was just going to recommend Shelby. Yeah, that. well, for me, it's more a matter of like I really want to do a Star Wars one, but there's no way. Like we're having three white guys talk about hockey today, which is okay. But ideally, like, I don't want it to always be three white guys talking about things, especially nerd shit. I want to be more inclusive than that. And seeing as how nerdy white guys, yeah, exactly. A lot more options than this. But uh, seeing as how I just meant I spilled the beans on our draft topic, we'll just get started in on that, and we're going to be talking about hockey things. And now, to be clear for the for the listener, what that means is literally anything. Uh, So we're not going to be like. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Sidney Crosby as my first thing because he's the best player in the world. Uh unless, you know, you really do feel that. But like we're basically not gonna draft Yeah, yeah, not anymore. He's he's a little bit older. But regardless, uh it's gonna be that we're drafting the things that we like. Whatever it is we like about hockey, we're gonna draft that thing. Uh and don't worry, if you're not a sporto, it's okay. We're not sportos either. That's the thing. Like, Brian, I'm gonna tell you the name of a football player, probably the most fo- famous football player there is right now, and you're gonna tell me that you have no idea who it is. His name is Tom Brady. Do you know who Tom Brady is? Of course I fucking know who Tom Brady is. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Oh. Alright. Uh um <laughs> Kurt Warner. No, I thought. Wait, we were talking about football in a in an out in a tri- oh a outwit outplay outcast episode, and you were just like, I have no idea who that is. And I was talking about Tom Brady. You were not talking about Tom Brady. Get the hell out of here. Oh, uh, all right. I heard the name Kurt Warner. I don't know who he is. Yeah, there you go. You're in Arizona. Yeah, and you're in Arizona. That's Kurt Warner territory. because oh, he loves. That's probably why I've heard it. Yeah, he loves him some he has Jesus. Arm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. You know you know who Blake Bortles is, right? No. Based on how much we talk about him, you don't know but Okay, well first off, when you have some spare time, go watch The Good uh The Good Place. Season one is on Netflix. Blake Bortles is a football no. player and he gets referenced a lot because one of the characters is from Jacksonville and it's just great and wonderful. Alright, so anyway, uh you know what actually I have a feeling we'll be talking normally we would talk about like, hey, what's your relationship to hockey? But I think that once just by the nature of this draft, we're going to be doing that. So I got to first figure out which one of you is going to go first. Uh, and the way I can do that is uh, start naming Star Wars movies. And the first one to name my favorite one is going to go Rogue. first. No. Rogue One. Uh, yep, Brian. So Brian's got the first uh, pick. How did you not know that? He says that all yeah. the time. <laughs> exactly. We talked about well, that. Star Wars story, not a movie. <laughs> it, shut up. How dare you? <laughs> Not a primary Star Wars. 
storyline is, is me. Sorry, I just had to make sure I had enough room. One, two, three, four, five in my little my little notebook, and we should. All right. So the draft order is going to be Brian, and then Andy, and then me, and then Brian. We don't we don't bother with snake traps. If this was a real, if this actually mattered, we would do that, but we're not going to. So Brian, I need need a point of clarification here. Sure, I need a point of clarification. Are we drafting a team that we feel we are choosing the best things that we like? Or are we choosing a team that we think will objectively be seen by the listenership as the winner? What you so, are when I, when I when I draft say a fantasy football team, I want a good quarterback. But for me, I make sure I do not pick Tom Brady. But if I wanted to win, I would probably pick Tom Brady. Basically, it means whatever you want it to mean. So okay. if you are trying to draft the that's team that's the best, like like these are the five best things that I like the most, then that's great. If you want to draft the five things that you think other people are going to like and then you take them from them, like in our initial, uh, when I was uh, talking about this with you guys initially, I told you what my first pick will be. So if some of you wants to steal it, that's your, you're welcome to do that. What I would like to do, I did. Yeah. What I would like to do, and I, it may not be possible, but we'll see when, when this actually gets released, is have listeners uh, say who won the draft. That would be fun. I would like to find out how many times I win, which is probably not going to be very often. My my zoo fucking sucked. I picked a tuna. I picked a tuna for a zoo. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Over pandas and shit. I was like, man, I was just like, oh, I'm going to go for the wow factor. And no, that was a big mistake on my no, part. No, you went for the dinner factor. Yeah. going to be like uh, Will Wheaton on table type, like you're never going to win. Probably. All right. So anyway, Brian, number one, you got first pick. All right. This is going to be controversial because I'm going to say that I like hockey fights. Oh. I like them because not because of the fighting. I don't give a shit about that. I like it because they keep uh, bandwagoners away from the game. As I hate when like a team's like suddenly doing well. And then like, you know, like everybody in San Jose who doesn't watch hockey right now is probably like, oh, my God, the Sharks are so cool now. Um, because. You know, people who don't know anything about hockey think that just every game is just fucking nonstop fighting all the time. And they stay away from the game because of that. So fighting keeps out the assholes that are just like trying to be cool because that team is winning. You know what? I'm going to hold your hand on this one because I actually am a fan of hockey fights. Now, to be clear, it's I don't like that. Again, yeah, I don't like them for the brutality or the actual damage or whatever either. But I like that it's the only sport where two guys can throw down and then the punishment is they don't play for five minutes. There's no huge fine. There's nothing. And when it happens organically, I like it. I don't like when it's uh, like, oh man, a couple of years ago, I forget the players, but they just like yelled at each other on Twitter and like, hey, let's let's throw down the gloves tomorrow at the game. And it's just like, well, that's dumb. What's the point of that? And I also didn't like that, play, that teams used to carry shitty uh, enforcers, like people who just could not play the game. The entire reason they were there was so that they could punch someone. That was dumb. But the way it is now where it's like... I, wait, wait, hold on. Are you, are, you, are you right now hating on NHL All-Star Team Captain John Scott? Uh, that was a beautiful story, but... Um, Honestly, yeah, no, I kind of am. He's a he was a dinosaur, and that was part of what made it such a great story. But no, I don't. I I feel like his time has passed. I feel like a good a good fighter now would be 
I'm going to say Ryan Clough, except that he retired young because he got too many concussions from fighting. But um, that kind of a player who actually does belong on the ice, can score, can skate, can block shots, can do all the things, and then also can punch a guy in the face. Because sometimes yeah. a game that physical, you do need to punch someone in the face. I am 0% uh, surprised by your choice here, Brian, because it, it unabashedly shows your love for Zidane Chara. He <laughs>, laughs at puny humans who try to fight him. He's like 300 pounds and 7 feet tall, and when people get in fights with him, he just laughs at them and pushes him away with his 8-foot-long arms or some ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking magnificent. And then he happens to also be a really good defenseman. Well, was. He's alright now, but what? now... or he, he's Isn't not he like 68 now? Yeah, he's... <laughs> this is probably one of his last seasons. He is an yeah, old, old man. He's still the captain. Okay. Look, if you if you can have fought that much in your career, be that big, and still be good enough to be a starting NHL player, like on the decline, sure, but you have to still have skills to be out there. It ain't just about selling jerseys anymore. Yeah. Well, uh, like Jeff Merrick says, hey, no matter how big a fighter you are, every fighter was the best player on their team at some point. Now that might be when they were in juniors or something, but. There was a point where they were, and um, what's it? They they like to talk about how in beer league and rec league they have a lot of retired players who were like, yeah, your your fighters or whatever, but they skate circles around like the casual fan or like the casual oh, yeah. player, like the rec league people. So yeah, so good. They are dinosaurs. They are relics of their age, but I am still a fan of a good hockey fight. All right, Andy, you got a pick. Oh man, this is tough because you kind of stole mine. Um. I was gonna go with violence, but I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with Don Cherry. Oh god. <laughs> Could you uh, be more specific and just say Don Cherry suits? That's what you're <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So if people don't know, Don Cherry is like the Madden of hockey in that his commentary is not especially insightful all the time. And he tends to say things that are just kind of stupid. But he also wears a suit that's like cherry print and not just like print with like cherries on it and like incredibly flamboyant suits and it's just it's magnificent there's a whole subreddit for it if you go if you just search subreddit don cherry suits it's it just entirely my favorite is there's one that's just like playing cards <laughs> but like not like just playing cards but like like a hand holding a hand of cards <laughs> like who the fuck makes that and then who the, tailors that into a suit it's ridiculous um and i know it's not it's not like the best choice i understand like you know, people watch sports for insightful commentary, all this kind of, but sports is about being entertained, and I feel like yeah. there's no more entertaining commentator out there than Don Cherry in any sport. Yeah, and Don Don knows his stuff. He may not always know his stuff when he's saying it, such as when he keeps <laughs> when he mispronounces players' names, like uh, Theo Peckham becomes Teddy Peckman, uh, and things like that. But you know, he knows his, his information. My issue with him, and sometimes I wish he would just go away, is he's really racist and really right-wing. I mean, for Canadians, he's really oh, right-wing. Yeah. Some Sometimes he's playing it up for laughs. Like, uh, uh, there was a point where 
his co-host, whose name I forget because he's not as interesting as Don Cherry, uh, he said something about, oh, you got to run, uh, skate a lot of meters. And then Don just burst in with, meters? We don't use that commie crap here. And it's like, okay, that was clearly a joke. But when he's like, oh, these lazy Russians coming over to play our game, but we need more good Canadian boys, those good Ontario kids. That's why, uh, oh, what's it? That's why the Jose Sharks are going to win this year because they got that good Ontario boy, Joe Thornton, to lead the team. That kind of thing is like, he is really just out there. But yeah, you're right about his his um, suits. My favorite one was this pure white suit that he had, but it was splashed like a Jackson Pollock painting with red. Yes. And people were saying like... People had all kinds of jokes. My favorite was something like uh, how many how many couches had to die to make that suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as, as a corollary, and I'm just going to tag it in here. If you're talking about suits and hockey, you brought you got to bring up PK Subban, who has uh, more style. We're going to be talking PK. Okay. So you hold you, on you, to you, your horses. The only person who might come close to PK would be was a Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, because if nothing else, I got five picks ahead of me. One of them is going to be PK, unless one of you guys do him first. Uh, but my number one, and this is the thing that I mentioned in our our message, is my favorite thing about hockey is that it is the sport that non sportos love. Nerds like us, because look, none of us are ever going to play a sport in our life unless we're talking about Wii sports. But we all love uh, some good old hockey. And it's, I don't know what it is about it. I think, I think it's because we were all ostracized in high school for the things that we enjoyed. Like magic wasn't cool. Um, Warhammer wasn't cool. Comic books weren't cool. They are now. That's because at the end of the day, we win, right? Nerds win all the time. But hockey is the sport equivalent of that. You look at football, you look at baseball, which is still super popular, even hundreds of years after people were saying, oh, it's ruined and boring and dumb now. Uh, I think there's games that are still going on for 30 years. They've just kept on going. All of those are so much more popular than hockey. We're talking about players who are like, oh my God, this player wants $6 million. Can you believe they're going to give him that? The least paid man on most basketball teams makes $6 million. Yeah. 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 So I love that. I love that nerds, and I feel like we identify with the sport because it is as ignored as we were back then. Yeah, sure. I'll give you that. It's a hipster sport too. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, you like I like them back when they were the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> yes. I remember the Connecticut Whale. Actually, honestly, the Connecticut Whale, all right. Uh, I will get into logos and stuff. Uh but yeah, thanks for reminding me about the Connecticut Whale. I love that logo so much. All right, Brian, you got number 2. Uh I think I'm just going to I'm going to go for Randy Hahn here. Oh, the good old Hahner. Yeah, I I've heard Plenty of, uh, what are they called? Announcers <laughs> and plenty of sports. He, he is the only one I've seen that's, that doesn't think you have to be 100% serious at all times. Yeah. Like he jokes around with his uh, co hosts all the time, especially when they still had Drew Romenda. That was a Oh, man. They were good together. Yeah. Okay. I'll also give the thing that I really like about the good old Honor is that he's not a homer. Like, he will. He is a fan, obviously, and they sign his paychecks, 
But he'll say like, yeah, they're not doing very well or, oh man, they, uh, that was a dumb penalty by such and such. It isn't all straight down the line like, oh, the Sharks are, they're getting screwed this time. Oh, we're victims. It's like, no, yeah, yeah we, we screwed up. We deserve to lose that game. That sort of thing. Like tonight's game. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's H-A-H-N. I spelled it as H-A-A-N. Eh, whatever. Randy Hahn. I think I followed him. No, I used to follow him on Facebook because he was a good guy, but uh, I think he deleted his thing, which is fine. All right. Andy, number two for you. We're doing, we're doing five rounds of this? Yes. All right. I'm going to put this up here then because I think it might get taken. Um, I'm going to say equipment. Because uh, that was something that you threw out there as a possibility. I'm going to say most specifically goalie gear. Okay, because uh, there is something that I want to draft out. Of, yeah, there's okay. something I want to draft out of out of equipment later. But yeah, goalie gear. Goalie gear is some of the best sports equipment you'll ever see. Aside from the insanely sick painted goalie masks, like the pads are awesome, and the color coordination tends to look really great. Um, there's uh, uh, who the hell I cannot remember played for the for the, for the Buffalo. Um, Sabers, no, not Sabers. She oh. the um what the Buttes? hell? The, the, the Buffalo Buttes. She played for the Buttes, and the, her pads were just like old school brown, and so it looked like she was going over like nineteen thirties pads. <laughs> oh shoot, that's like uh, the one team I don't follow, so I don't remember who it was. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, and it's glorious, and I, I just like that it's something you can color coordinate. It's something you can. They have sets, different sets for home and away because they want it to match the uniforms. They have different helmets for home and away because they want to. Like I just, I love the the amount of style and flair that's in just the pads and and the helmet and 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 the way it helps reflect the personality of the goaltender themselves. Yeah, um, that's a good it's, pick. It's, it's cool. Yeah, one of the things that I one of the things I like about goalie gear is that they have to constantly regulate it because there are some goalies who will just be like, "I'm gonna wear slightly wider pads on my on my legs," and just every year they will get one or two inches wider on each side to the point where they're like half of the goal net is blocked just by their gear alone. And then whenever they change, they're like, all right, we're going to crack down on it this time. Uh, they're like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden you see a giant influx of goals scored. Who's got who's got a, a good mask you can think of? Off the top of my head, I really like um, Jonas Hiller. I don't think he wears it anymore, but he had this matte black murder mask basically uh for one year it was it was like gazing into the abyss whenever you looked at it it was really rad and this backstory behind it was great too because they just forgot to like he sent his mask out and it wasn't ready in time and so they had just done the undercoat and so he was like all right i guess i'll wear this and then uh he brought it out and people were like oh, what a great statement i really like that mask so yeah who, can you think of any masks? Even yeah, like if it's Curtis just Joseph's mask, Cujo, because he had Cujo. Yeah, that's who he had on it. Oh, the uh, okay. I was trying to think what you were talking about, but yeah, I get it now. The the dog from the, the dog. Yeah, that's right. why they called him Cujo. Well, no, they called him that because his name was Curtis Joseph. Well, yeah, but if the story <laughs> Cujo didn't exist, nobody would have thought to cut his name up and call him Cujo. Well, when we get to my third pick, because my second pick is coming up, uh, you'll find out that, yeah, they would have gone with Cujo. But my second pick, actually, is also going to be a piece of equipment. It's going to be for more or less the same reasons. That's why I didn't elaborate too much. Hockey tape. 
It's a thing I've only recently come to to notice is that hockey tape is basically the one way for your standard player to set themselves up. Like like I'm sorry, set themselves up, set themselves out and and show off a little bit and show some individuality out there because everyone's wearing the same uniform. We don't know the difference between skates, so if we see a bow person wearing Bauer and a person wearing I can't even name another brand uh, but like all that kind of stuff yeah we don't notice it but hockey tape like hey you can get pride tape which is multicolored you can get different colors uh, like like matte colors or whatever you can tape it just the middle you can tape it along the side there is a, our entire YouTube videos by uh, former Boston player Mark Savard also uh, career ended by concussion where all he does is say, like, hey, look at this player. You want to tape your stick to be just like this player? I'm going to show you how they tape their stick. And all he does is just go, like, this is the pattern. Do this. Do this. And it is mesmerizing. And then you read the comments on these, and people are like, oh, good job, Marky. That's a great job. Can you do this guy's ones next? Oh, my God. What does it do? It's like, it doesn't matter, because hockey tape, none of this matters. But people are so crazy into it, and I love that. All right. Go. Yeah. go with, oh, unless anyone else wants to talk about hockey tape, you may move on to Brian's third pick. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to pick uh, trolls who always give the sharks shit for uh, choking. Uh because they don't seem to realize if you're saying the sharks are choking, sh- shit, I'm saying the sharks are choking every time. Sure, 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 sure. If you're saying the sharks are choking, the sharks are choking. Sorry, the sharks. If the sharks are choking every time, uh, that means you think that they're better than everybody else because yeah. it's not choking unless they should have won. I would challenge you to say that the sharks have really only choked once uh, in the last ten years. At, actually, wow, good yeah. lord, we're coming up on that one, uh, on 10 years of it. It was when they lost to the Ducks in the first round. Uh, that was the uh, year that they won the, the President's Trophy, and yeah, like, that was the only year where I was like, oh yeah, no, they uh, choked. Every God. other year, uh, I actually just don't think they were that good of a team. Like, even the year when they lost to the Kings uh, in the first round, and I was there at game seven, they went three and oh, and then got reverse swept, which is an incredibly rare occasion. But I honestly thought like, yeah, this series, they're not going to win this series. Like they aren't good enough and they're old and they needed young blood. And so when they ended up losing, I was like, this is exactly what I expected. I don't think they choked. They just weren't a good team that year. <laughs> that's choking. You win the yeah. first goddamn three games and you lose. That's choking. I'm sorry. Eh. But I will. I'll hold your hand on it. As far as the people who keep saying, "Oh, they choke, they choke, they choke," it's like, shut up, dude. What's what's your team done? Unless you are a uh, unless you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, then shut up. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think it also I think this plays to the fact that a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams are in markets where. There aren't a whole lot of other competition. Like, there's not a whole lot of other professional sports in Edmonton. There's not a whole lot of other professional sports here in San Jose. Um, a lot of them are kind of up north towards San Francisco and Oakland. Yeah. And the Niners are down here now, but they still call themselves San Francisco. So a lot of these teams play where there's not a whole lot of other sports around. And uh, and it makes it so that you get people who wouldn't normally feel like commenting on it. <laughs> like, I have a friend who doesn't really give two shits about hockey, but every year when we make the playoffs, like, oh, whatever, I think they're going to choke in this year, Andy. Like, you don't fucking yeah. you follow this. Exactly. 
they only they only give shit to the sharks. I mean, they're not the only team that never does anything. Look at uh, you know the Capitals make the playoffs all the time too. They haven't even made the conference final in twenty years. They've only passed the second round once. No, they yeah once in the last uh, in the Ovechkin era. So yeah, no, there's plenty of teams that just kind of no, like they've, they've never done it with Ovechkin. The last time they made it to the third round was 1998. Oh wow, eh, that's sad. All right, my bad. I know there was some... Vancouver, they've never won the Cup either. They've been around for fucking 60 years. Yeah. Well, no, 1967. So that was... Oh, actually, yeah. No, good Lord. Time does fly. That's 50 years ago. Whew. 50 years of failure. Yeah, no. Oh, I forgot to write down that you like trolls. Trolls 1 or Trolls 2? <laughs> but yeah, the hockey fandom, there's a lot of dumb idiots in fandom who they follow their team very, very closely. And then every other team, they just kind of have a passing knowledge of like some stereotypes of them. Like, oh, the Kings? Yeah, well, you know, they just rely on Jonathan Quick. Or uh, oh, Florida, they're terrible. They're never gonna, they're, they are not going to do anything. Or oh, the, the Leafs? Oh, the Leafs are so bad. I'm more like the laughs. Am I right? And then the minute you say a stereotype about their team, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's completely wrong. And they don't make the connection that, hey, maybe what they were saying about all these other teams is equally wrong. Yeah, that's just sports. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Anyway, uh, Andy, three. Uh, I'm going to pick. Uh, this is just hockey stuff, right? Not NHL specific. Yeah, any kind of hockey. Okay, Except for field hockey. Oh, yeah, good I for you. Uh, I like that league. Um, yeah, because women's sports are great, and paying them to do it is even better. Yeah, um, and they're they're <laughs> they're not always good about actually paying them or paying <laughs> them what they said they would pay them. Um, yeah. But there's something because of trying, you know. Yeah, and there's something you said for for day one, saying you know what these 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 people are Olympic level athletes. They're some of the best at this sport in the world, and they should be able to get paid to do it. And it's worth your money to go and buy a ticket to watch them because they need to get paid to do it because they are that good. Um, and it's, I appreciate that they come out day one to do that when the CWHL, the Canadian version of the Women's Hockey League, has been around for goddamn ever, it seems, and they still don't know how to pay their players. Oh, no. Um, uh, this season was the first one where they paid people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're right. Like, but probably wouldn't happen if the NWHL hadn't been there pushing for it, too. Hadn't been a, a, a threat to, to, to take players away for it. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a big NH, uh, NWHL stan. I really like them. I like the teams, the color schemes on on the uh, on the buttes. I'm not such a big fan of, but everything I else about them, love it. just gray and white is kind of like eh, all right. But I love everything there is to, to about that, and I love that these yeah these are women who are finally getting paid, and yeah, not a whole lot, but it's the idea that counts, and they would l obviously like to pay them more. They just really getting it but the good news is some of them are being adopted by teams like um the new york riveters in this the third season that just happened they were now the uh, metropolitan riveters they are fully affiliated with the new jersey devils the so they are they are actually going to be paid the money that they are owed 
unlike mm-hmm, season two, they had to cut people's salaries mid-season. That was a huge issue. Uh, yeah. This last season, I admit, I didn't pay as much attention as I should have, but, you know, it was just things that were going on. But I managed to watch the end of the Isabel Cup, and I was very, very pleased to see the Riveters finally uh, break through. Three seasons, three different champions. That's good parody. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just going to bring up. It's, it's funly to watch because a team that's bad this season might two years from then be really good. Like the Rivers, the first year were really bad, and the second <laughs> year were not really much better at all. Yeah. Um, but just, well, that- just took a coach and a philosophical change to oh. figure out. That we have players. We just needed to figure out how to use well, them properly. A coach, a philosophical change, and Amanda Kessel. <laughs> Yeah, that helps. But I mean, like their their philosophy before was grinded out players, but that's not what they yeah. built. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you, you got shooters and fast skaters. You're not, you don't got grinders. You got to figure out how to make that yeah. work. And you know, the other thing that I love about the league is people like those troll fans that Brian was talking about. They're always like, ah, oh, girl and twirl hockey. I don't want to watch that. They can't even hit. Hitting's a penalty. It's stupid. It's like, yeah, you know what doesn't win you games? Hits. You can you can win you can have seven hundred hits to the other team's one. That just means you never had the puck. They have to do everything else that there is to do in the game. So they skate better, they shoot better, they do everything as well as they can. It is great to watch the actual sport of hockey. Yeah, sure, there's no big huge checks or whatever, but it's still really physical. People get injured. Yeah, there's still a lot of collisions in the end yeah. of the show. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you know what sucks? Getting plastered from behind by Brad Marchand and then you're out for six months and your team is is shit now because oh yeah, alright, well that person just got headhunted and oh Brad got fined $5,000, the maximum allowable fine, and now this team is just going to be scuppered for the rest of the season. No, I want to watch people put pucks in nets. And that is a, it's a, uh, the NWHL and CWHL do that. Yeah. Cool. All right. We are agreed. My number three then uh, is the one that I alluded to earlier. I like me some nicknames. Like, hockey nicknames and hockey names in general are some of the craziest shit you'll hear in the world in the world such as famed goalie Ron Tugnut like you can't get better than that go look uh there's a there's a show I love called uh, the Steve Dangle podcast and every year one of their traditions is that they will do a uh they will read off a list of players in the N- um the NWHL that's not correct the Western Hockey League in Canada, the WHL. Let me read you off some of the uh, players drafted. On May 5th, 2017, you got Sequoia Swan. You got Kurz, KRZ, Plummer, Ethan Ironside, Aiden Bangs. Aiden Bangs, come on. Robbie from Delorme, uh, Ozzy Weisblatt, Ty Yoder, Kalen, you, you, I can't even say that. Dylan Scriven, Dallin Mellon, Chase Leslie, John Little, Seth Jarvis. These are some weird ass names, and you will find them all in hockey. Like I said, there's a Ron Tugnut. How much better can you get? And the great thing also, and this is what uh, what I originally wrote down was nicknames. Is every single player's nickname is really simple. It is your name plus. S-I-E, or 
with Y. So, Nick Z and Z. I think you'd be probably Brian E. No, Brian, Bri- Bri- you'd be Brizy. No, he'd be Brizy. Brizy. Oh, yeah, Brizy. He's got, you know, gonna dig that puck out of the corner there. Good job there, Brizy. Anzo. Oh, actually, yeah, you'd be Anzo. Anzo, oh, yeah, good, good lad, good lad. Good Ontario born Anzo Wigs. Anzo Wigs. He's got that one. Yeah, so I just, I love that. <laughs> I've never heard uh, a player nickname that wasn't completely dumb. Uh, what do they call uh, Couture? Logan Couture's teeth because he has giant ass teeth. Hurdle. Who's, who's ever called him that? Yeah, I hear him called Juicy a lot. You hear him called Juicy? Well, oh, because Juicy Couture. Yeah, no. Wolverine. Wolverine? Why Wolverine? His name's Logan. Oh my god, I blanked on that. <laughs> I was going to say, no, 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 you're thinking of uh, Pavelski, who's Captain America, because, and this is a really interesting fact, he is an American, and he is the captain of the team. That's the level of, of nickname that we're talking about here, and I just, I love that. I mean, we also have Pickles. Pickles, that's good for Mark Edward Vlasic. And, well, I think my favorite nickname was uh, back in the day, Nikolai Khabibulin. They called him the yeah, Bulin Wall. The Bulin. <laughs> That's a good one. I like uh, I like Sergei Bobrovsky because it's just his last name shouted, Bobrovsky! Yeah, he saw, uh, there's, there was an announcer who would shout his name like that, and then he would talk about him as if he was a cop. It's like, turn in your badge and gun, Bobrovsky! <laughs> and it fit, and it was perfect, and I loved it. All right, I think you got two more picks, Brian. Hmm? Oh, sorry, no, well, no. Real quick, I was going to say, I think my favorite real name is Miroslav Shatan. Oh. If you don't know, Shatan is spelled S-A-T-A-N. Yeah. And his number, if I'm if I'm remembering, I no, he had a weird number. His number oh. should have been six. Greg Wyshynski will make this... No, no, no. Greg Wyshynski will make this point many times, and at first I was like, well, that's dumb, until I heard about it, and I was like, yeah, it should be six. Because he would have a six on his left shoulder, a six on his right shoulder, and a big old six on his back. Yeah. Shatan was a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if, oh, huh. We, so if you're not a hockey fan, we're saying Shatan, but his name was spelled S-A-T-A-N. Yeah, I already said that. You did? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I was so busy, I wanted to talk about my 666 thing. I'm sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you got two picks left, Brian. Jesus, have we only done three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, well, that's the great thing. When it gets late and you're just like, oh, God, what do I like? Um, logos. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I got a list. I'm ready. No, I, I, I got this one ready. Uh, cold. I like that it's cold in the hockey arena. Okay. So at... Uh, oh, yeah. Ice, formerly known as Logitech Ice. Um, when we go to watch... Oh, thank you. Uh, what? No, the tank is where the, where they play the real game. Shark's Ice is where they practice. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, How dare uh, my you? My brother used to have his hockey games in there. And we'd go in there and, like, my family members would go in there with, like, fucking sweaters and blankets. And I'd come in with a t-shirt and shorts. Like, God, this feels great. <laughs> yeah, when you walk into the Shark Tank, uh, it, the pavilion or SAP Center as it is now, and, like, it can be 80 degrees outside, no problem. But as soon as you walk in, it's like 50 at, at the warmest. It is wonderful walking in there. And I don't know, this might be my imagination, but I feel like it smells like ice cream. 
The tank has a really distinct smell, I think. And I oh, love no, it. So does Shark's Ice, but it smells like B.O. Yeah. Well, oh, man. No, you know the great thing about Shark's Ice. You go there on a Sunday. You go up to, uh, what's it, Stanley's. Yeah, it wasn't an originally named uh, restaurant. But bottomless mimosas until, like, 2 o'clock. And it's like it's like 20 bucks, I think. But, yeah, just whenever you're empty, someone will walk by and be like, here, have some orange juice and champagne. We did that one year for uh, playoffs, pl- uh, not playoff hockey, but playoff football. We would watch the game there. I ate a pancake the size of my head, and John Pingle got super plastered on uh, on mimosas. It was wonderful. But yeah, no, I like I, I like that too. It's a, I would imagine the reason uh, the other reason you like the cold is because in Arizona it is very much not cold. Yeah. Yeah. I think anything over 75 is too hot. <laughs> oh, I love I love about 80. 80 degrees is perfect for me. Oh. Not at night. 80 like 80 at night to me is worse than 110 during the day. <laughs> it's weird. No. no yeah. It's yeah, night's supposed to be cold. Yes, exactly. All right, Andy, two more to go. All right, I'm going to pick teeth. <laughs> and the lack thereof. <laughs> yes, because um, uh, I mean, I I know Brian brought up fighting earlier, and uh, something I really like about hockey is the the legal hits. Um, so I even saw just on Reddit today somebody posted that oh you know my son is finally in junior grade A, which is where you can start hitting people, but only if they have the puck. So he posted the video of his son asking the puck to an opposing player off the board. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, I love that bloodthirsty child. That's how you lose teeth. Oh, yeah. And you plaster yeah. and it's good, clean hits, good legal hit, but, you know, it lands you up against the boards, lands you down on the ice, and, you know, those things might give you a concussion, but you might also just lose a couple of teeth. And what's great is those players grow up and enter the, the NHL, and uh, and they, they get all badass, or they do something really cool, and then they smile, and they're missing, like, four teeth. And it is hilarious and adorable. <laughs> yeah. And you, you never knew uh, a man with a uh, big-ass beard like that could be so cute. <laughs> I see. Oh, man. I'm the opposite. I I love Brent Burns, but whenever he smiles, I visibly cringe. That, oh, <laughs> I... I see a missing tooth, and I'm just like, oh, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You don't like Mike Ricci. No. Or, uh, what was it, Duncan Keith, that one of the many years that his team won the the Chicago Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, Duncan Keith took a puck to the mouth in a game, in, like, I think even the final game of of the Stanley Cup, and, like, lost all of his front teeth. Uh, it would take more Christmases to get his front teeth than that song is willing to allow. <laughs> and man, and I was just looking at it, I was like, that is absolutely disgusting. And he had blood running down his mouth, but he was out there skating with the cup. And I was just like, I'm so disgusted right now. Uh, no, teeth, <laughs> teeth, ugh. Ugh, I had like teeth and eyes are my two things. Like, you want to terrify me, touch my teeth, or like put something near my eye. Uh, keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's half of everything my daughter does is stick her hand in my mouth uh, and poke my eye. Well, you know that your daughter and I are feuding, so. Yeah. All right. My number four. I spoiled this a little bit earlier, but yeah, my number four is I'm going to take the first actual player. We've taken two broadcasters, but my first player is P.K. Subban. 
Now, if you don't know, P.K. Saban is a defenseman currently for the Nashville Predators, formerly of the uh, the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens. Uh, the Habitants. Uh, yeah, I hate that, too. I hate that they're the habitants. Uh, but anyway, P.K. Saban is a really good player, but more importantly, he is a really good dude. And he, he gives money to charity, he gives interviews, he can laugh and joke around, and he can do all of these, these fun personality-driven things in a sport that is all about subsume your personality. If you are interviewed, all you say is, we gotta, you know, we just gotta give 110%. We gotta put the biscuit in the basket. We just gotta skate hard. You know, we lost tonight because the other team wanted it more. We came out wrong, but, you know, we made some third period adjustments and I think we're gonna do real, real good going forward. That's your standard hockey answer for everything. But PK, he will actually give you a real answer and he will joke. And more importantly, he will dress to the nines. There is a yeah. photo of him at the uh, uh, the Wrigley, when they did the uh, Winter Classic at Wrigley Stadium. He came in wearing this purple suit and he, swear to God, hand on a Bible, he looked like Darkwing Duck. This man <laughs> is amazing. I love him. And the fact that he's like one of, there's there's a fair few black men in the uh, in the NHL. Uh, people always talk, joke around about how hockey is an incredibly white sport, and it generally is because a lot of the players are Canadian. But there are a lot of highly skilled black men who play, and he's one of them. And he's probably the best. He is fantastic. I love PK. Yeah, I think uh, I think as I was saying earlier, the only uh, the only athlete I can think of who has. has kind of styled challenge would be uh cam newton yeah the carolina panthers in the nfl and he's got he's always got nice hats nice suits but i don't think he has the 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 cult of personality i would say yeah he left montreal he put his condo up for sale and there's a bunch of great real estate pictures of like his actual furniture shit in his condo and man it was it was nice yeah and we he's should get all over we should get into the fact that the only reason he left Montreal was because he had a personality and players were like, we don't like that here. We, we, yeah. it's all about the chest, the, the logo on the chest, not the name on the back. And it's like, shut up, dude. I can't stand that's, that. That's, that's part of hockey's identity. A lot of times is, uh, is by the teams. Um, it's a league that's defined by its teams, not by its players. I would say. There's a couple of players that do grow over that, like obviously Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin. Um, but like when you think of like an NBA team, you think of the star player and then there's everybody else. Um, and even in the NFL, you think of the quarterback and then like the rest of the team. But hockey, I think more than a lot of other sports is, is super team based. Um, yeah. and so when you do have a player who's willing to break that rank and be like, no, my brand and my identity is just as important as the team. And I'm willing to stick my neck out there and say it's worthwhile. Like, some people on some teams I could see not liking that. No, but the thing is, he did a good job of every time being like, yeah, Montreal Canadiens. That's all you need to do. Like, he didn't distract from the team. He enhanced it. Like, the only reason, if it wasn't for him, I would never have watched anything Canadiens. I don't give a good goddamn about them. And especially now that he's gone, they can just fuck off into the sun. <laughs> and it did. Yeah, they really did. This was their worst season ever. <laughs> oh, so that's fine. They traded away their best player for the exact same player, but 10 years older. Good job, you guys. All right, Brian. 
This is your last one. Don't fuck it up. You got to pick something good. All right. Even though Andy just said it's not about the players, I'm picking my boy Alex Ovechkin. Okay, because he's got uh, a rivalry with Sidney Crosby, who I hate more than anything in the world. That's not true. There's lots of things I hate more than him. But still, <laughs> the hockey thing I hate the most is Sidney Crosby. Um, I hate that everybody is on Crosby's side just because he happens to be a fucking Canadian, because Ovechkin is a much better player than he is, and Ovechkin is a lot more fun than he is, too. Basically, the biggest beef that fucking Crosby has with Ovechkin is that he celebrates after he gets a goal. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me? You got a goddamn goal. You earned it. You should be allowed to celebrate it. You fucking. I mean, it's like bad. seventy of them a year. What? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean you should, don't have to be proud of it. No. Okay. And then also, I, I read an interview they did with Ovechkin, uh, and he has like the greatest answers. Like one of them, they were like, "The what? What do you think about?" Uh, uh, hockey fans, do you prefer NHL fans or Russian fans? It's Russian fans, and the guy's like, "What? Because they're more knowledgeable? Because they're Russian?" <laughs> and another one was like, "How do you get ready before a game?" He's like, "I have sex." Yeah, yeah. He is in there. How do you how do you wind him after a game? I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 2009 interview, I think. I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah. Oh man. He's he's the be- easily the best offensive player in the in the game. I don't know though. Like I I don't know if he's the best player to ever play though. Like you're saying, I feel like no. Well, I don't know ever. I mean, if I well, I feel like if I, well, no, no, it, it all the players today are better than all of the players in the past. Maybe not all of them, but I'm going to tell you right now. The game has changed so much over... They used to smoke on the bench. And we're not talking like, oh, yeah, 1962 or whatever. They would smoke on the bench in, like, the 80s. That's within our time frame. There were... There was a lot of stuff. People were hella out of shape for a long time. All right. So, we talk about how bad the Cleveland Browns are, right? The Cleveland Browns of today, if they played in... Uh, if they played against who was that Dolphins team that went seventeen and zero? It was like I don't know the 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 Dolphins team that won every game that year, and that was like nineteen seventy something rather. If those two teams played, the uh, the Cleveland Browns would win by conservatively four hundred and fifty points to nothing, because the athletes of today are conditioned, they're trained, they eat better, they the 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 tactics, if you call it that, and that's probably not the right word, are so much more advanced now and the equipment is so much better that every player now is better than players in the past. But Ovechkin, uh, I feel like, you know, in ten years we're gonna say, oh yeah, Connor McDavid was a better player. No, no we're not. Uh, we're not gonna stay. Austin Matthews, also, American hero Austin Matthews, no. Trump supporter Austin Matthews, is going to be one of the best players of all time. Gone, yeah. yeah. No, no, okay, also, no, seriously, without question, the best player of all time is Mario Lemieux. Mm, I never see, I, that's the thing, is I wasn't into hockey until maybe 10 years ago now when I started working at my old job, so, I mean, I'll have to take your word for it, but I don't know. No, I wasn't either. I'm just being a smartass because everybody uh, thinks I was talking about, uh, you know, what's his face? The great one. <laughs> oh, 99. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear I hear what you're saying, Nick. Um, and I, I hear it a lot when I listen to Fuck Soup back in the day. Um, what's the host name of the voice? Wyshynski. Greg Wyshynski. Yeah, Wyshynski. 
Yeah, yeah and I, I hear that to a degree, for sure. Especially, like, you look at the old ones and it was like, well, we didn't feel like we needed helmets because we never really fell to the ice. Well, you must not yeah. be going very fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? um, so I, I hear that. By the same token, I think you take, like, Wayne Gretzky and you put him out there today, I think he'd still be pretty fucking good. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, the gear is different, so put him in, I think if you take some of these old players, you get them in new gear and you teach them a new system, I think a lot of the upgrades is coaching and equipment. Um, and somebody who has instinct for the game, like, you know, in football, you put Walter Payton out there today, he's still going to be good. <laughs> you put Barry Sanders out there today, he's still going to be good. Um, at their age? So I, no, not at their age. You know, oh. what I mean? like, if you transplant that player to today. Dude, 92. 92 fucking goals in one season. Tamu Solani had 97. No, he didn't. What? He had 79. Sorry, I got it backwards. Yeah, what else to say? What are you talking about? Yeah. Gretzky has the record. It's it's not yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, got him, I got him mixed up. But, in fairness, the year that Tamu got his 70 goals was his rookie year. So, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I can, I can meet you halfway, I guess. Yeah. Alright, well, speaking of meeting halfway, that isn't actually a thing. Sorry, whatever. Anyway, Andy, you get one more pick. One more bite of the uh, apple. Last pick. <laughs> my uh, my last pick is going to be uh, a guy <laughs> who went by Tony X at the time. Uh, if you don't remember, I think it was August of 2016. Um, oh! Yo, dead ass. This is the first time I've ever watched hockey, and this shit has been lit for these first 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's a black guy who lives in St. Louis and was like scrolling through channels trying to find another sport and ended up watching some hockey on accident and uh, kind of blew it up. And uh, I like it because it, I think it was funny and entertaining to watch that and see players, players tweet at him and the Blues gave him seats and uh, and a sweater and stuff. Um, but I think it really it goes to the fact that like, people just don't watch hockey because they don't think it's like, you know, Part part of watching a sport is that you can go to work the next day and say, "Hey, you guys, you know, did you see the Niner game? Did you see the Giants game?" Um, and a lot of markets, like I was saying earlier, there's not a lot of you know, not a lot of the traditional markets have hockey teams. A lot of hockey teams are trying to go to smaller markets, you know, like Buffalo and San Jose, yeah, Edmonton, um, Las Vegas. So like, um, yeah, Las Vegas. So like, a lot of these bigger markets don't have hockey teams because those teams go other places where they can be the big fish in the small pond. Um, but when you give it a chance, it's a really approachable sport because it's fast, it's exciting and fun to watch. Um, it's relatively simple and under to understand. You know, you, you move the puck and try to get in the net. There's very few technical rules that are going to trip you up. Um, well, icing. Yeah. Offsides. Yeah, icing, but icing. Goaltender like, interference. They take, <laughs> no, but they take, they're, they're technical rules, but they take all of five seconds to explain why you need them. Yeah. Me trying well, to explain well, to somebody who doesn't watch football, like my uh, my Indian in-laws, trying to explain to them what defensive pass interference is, <laughs> you know, or like two feet and a football move to make a catch in the NFL. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, it's too obtuse. And even baseball, like, there's... There's so many technical, technical parts of the game that are difficult to understand from an outside perspective. But hockey, hockey, that doesn't. Well, uh, it's not that many. Like no, goaltender, obviously. Seriously, goaltender. Well, that's, that's simple though. No, seriously, try try to explain icing to someone who doesn't know anything about hockey. They're like, "What the yeah, fuck are you talking about?" Somebody in the corner, you don't even get plastered on the board. It's not that hard. No, no, not not what you know, not the reason for it. They're explaining what it is. It's when you chuck it across the ice when there's nobody over there. 
No, when it's it, when you cross it from farther than halfway over past the goal line towards the other team's thing and try to you don't get there before the puck does. You know, it's it's quite complex. Yeah, there are some like especially now that there's no touch or hybrid no touch icing. I get what you're saying in general, but yeah, there are some more obtuse, like okay, even uh, uh, even the NHL can't figure out what goaltender interference is, and even the NHL can't figure out sometimes what offside is. Like they will blow playback or blow a play dead that should have ended like two minutes ago because oh yeah there was they entered the zone illegally so this goal it doesn't count yeah there's a lot of weird things but in general though i don't know i get what you're saying like like tony x was a beautiful story because it is that idea of like if you actually sit down and watch a game it's fun even if you don't know what's going on in fact maybe even not knowing what's going on makes it better uh leslie jones the uh the the snl woman she fell in love with hockey by watching the women play at pyeongchang it was just like my god this is so much fun and now she yeah. watches retta retta uh, from uh parks and rec she played donna she's a big hockey fan she's at uh, almost all of the kings games and it's like all of these people who would not have gone normally, like, once they've been exposed to it and they let the light of hockey into their life, they love it forever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's my fifth All pick. All right. Then. Well, then, my, my final pick then, I'm surprised that it hasn't been taken, so I'm going to win the draft right now because it's so such a great one. The logos. Like... The the NHL has some of the best logos in the game. In the game? They are the only game. In the sporting world, shall we say. Like, look at that Hartford Whalers logo. It is, to just describe it, it is a whale tail coming up out of the ocean. But what's brilliant about it is that the the negative space of that tail forms not just a, or forms an H, and then the tail itself forms a W for Hartford Whalers. It is a beautiful thing that I could stare at for a long, long time. The logos in this are, in in hockey in general, you got uh, the flames with their little burning C. You got, which is better than a burning T for tolerance. You've got uh, the... (laughs) The maple leaves. It's just a simple outline of a maple leaf with like some veins on it and one vein that looks kind of like a butt. But uh, all these things are so beautiful. The sharks, the the sharks. I wanted to take mascots so that I could talk about Boomer. But you know what? No, I love the logos even better. You know who has a fantastic logo? Hmm. Is the Minnesota Wild. Yes. Because for the longest time, all I saw was the bear head. And I didn't even realize that there was like wilderness inside of it. Yeah. On the other way around, my brother only saw the wilderness and he didn't even realize it was a bear head. Oh, that's funny. It's like when uh, you look at that picture. Is it an old woman or a young woman? Now, old hag or young woman, that picture. Yeah, no, I love... I People complain about their uniform. I'm like, I don't see why. It's really good looking. And that little trompe l'oeil effect that they have is amazing. I also really like their third jersey because it's just green and it says uh, Minnesota in like... Uh, like I think it's like... The, I think it's wheat is the color. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I love it. 
Yeah, love the logos. I love that every every team has at least one alternate third jersey, which is usually just a black version of the regular one, which is kind of lame and annoying. But I love the look of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stinkers in the NHL. I'll tell you, that, like the Ducks. Whoa, um, no, Jackets. no, disagree. The Hard Ducks, disagree the on the Duck. That they have now the, the I, one, the Mighty Duck one. Yes, the current Duck one. No, terrible. no. It is a great, great jersey because it is the D for Ducks and it is webbed because Ducks have webbed feet. That is no, great. It's, it's uh, outlined in orange, which really pops on the black of their jersey. The design for that thing is great. I love it. Jen Neal, okay. back me up. Blue Jackets, it's a star wrapped in a flaggish kind of a pennant thing. That's nothing to do with Blue Jackets. I don't even know what's going on there. Oh, well, no, that here. Allow me, allow me to explain to you, sir, that during the Civil War, when we beat those goddamn rebels in their, their assholes, uh, the largest number... The largest number of volunteers came from the state of Ohio, and that pennant is the Ohio State flag. Yes. So they are blue jackets. Yeah. See? Oh, I don't understand this thing. Let me shit on it. Fuck you. Kings is dumb. It's just a crown. Yeah. The Hurricanes one is bad. The purple Kings jersey was really good. They looked a little like Grimace. They also had, back in the 90s, the the Kings had the Burger King jerseys, which were just like this white and black jersey, but it had like the the face of a king on it, and it looked a lot like the Burger King, and nobody noticed it. The Dallas... Stars, were they? Yeah, they had the jersey called the uh, the Mooderus because it looked like uh, it was supposed to be a cow's skull head, but it looked exactly like a uterus. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers had it was a buffalo that had weird blonde hair. It really it this was b- way before Trump became a thing, but it looked like Donald Trump as a buffalo. So yeah, there are some really bad jerseys and bad logos. There's some easy misses too, like the Capitals who use the hockey stick for the T instead of the L. Yeah. Or the logo there, they just kind of write the word. And so there's some bad misses, but the hits are there. Like the Flyers one is Mm -hmm. it's old school and cool and holds up. The Vancouver one where it's got like the it's orca, got like the, the whale, and the yeah, the orca, but in in the in a traditional northwestern Native American style. It's really cool. It's on point. Um, the yeah, the there's, old there's some real good wins there too. The old Phoenix Coyote jerseys that people call the Phoenix Peyotes. No God, that one is hideous. That is so unique and amazing. I love it. Those are so terrible. Best Those uniform crap. in all the sports is the old Vancouver one with the V's. Oh, the the candy corn looking uh, uniforms? Yeah. All right. Those yeah. Wonderfully horrible. Those are really good. We should do a uniform draft later on. But we're now at an hour 20. And I'm going to edit this down somewhat, but it's still getting pretty late. So we're going to move on to our final yes. thing. First, I'm going to recap each person's team officially. So, Brian, you've got fights, Randy Hahn, Internet Trolls, the fact that it is cold, and Alexander Ovechkin. All right, that's pretty good. Andy, you have Don Cherry, Goalie Gear, the NWHL, Teeth, and, and Tony X. Man, I really flubbed that round one pick one, didn't I? Uh, yeah, Tony, Ch- Donnie, see, that's the thing. It's like, you got to realize your favorite thing, especially for something this broad, will probably table. Uh, but I have the fact that nerds love it. I have hockey tape. I have hockey names, nicknames, whatever. P.K. Saban and logos. I think, uh, listener, 
I think objectively I want this one. I pronounce it however my heart feels it. And you know what? He's okay with that. Good old penalty kill Saban. Um, But okay, so now we're going to go into the last segment here. And it's going to be interesting to do since I have two people. So we're going to do it this way. So the last segment is each of you gets two minutes to talk about literally anything you want at all. Um, So you get... You're each going to get two. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with uh, Andy since he didn't get the first pick. Oh, and fuck monster. I got no idea. I got no idea what to do with two minutes. Um, my current life dilemma, though, I can share that. My current life dilemma is I have a daughter I'm trying to raise her to be polite, use polite words, you know, please and thank you. Um, but then I look at her president and I'm like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's okay to be an asshole. Maybe it's okay to be assertive and want your way. Um, so now I was kind of proud. I had a little bit of inkling of pride when I had a, a parent-teacher conference about my two-year-old daughter, and uh, her teacher called her bossy, and I was like, you damn right. Know what you want, and ask for it. Ask for it politely, but ask for it. Yeah, that's all I got. I don't need the rest of the minutes. <laughs> you cede the rest of your time to to Brian Hart. Well, in that case, then, you Brian... Have, you can have my time. Well, no, no, because Brian gets two full minutes of his own, starting whenever you... when you're ready. You know what I hate? I hate job interviews because it's the stupidest goddamn thing in the world. When they make up, they know that they have, they all have this set of questions that they know they do not give the slightest fuck about the answer to, and they know you have to answer it exactly the way they're expecting you to, or you don't get the job. What the hell is the point of that? Why don't they just ask you questions that are actually useful and let them know whether you, you know, you can actually do the job or if you want to do the job? None of this. Like, why do you want to work here? Because you're going to pay me. God damn it. It's such a dumbass question. You know, why are you leaving your last job? Because they weren't paying me enough. It's, it's really not complex. I don't know why they can't, you know, just come up with reasonable shit to talk about. You know, like, do you know how to use this thing? Have you used this thing before? Do you think you could learn to use this thing? In fact, even even that is really stupid because just, you know, experience does not mean that you know how to do the job well. I know goddamn well there's some jobs, uh, you know, I've never done before, but I can still do them better than people who have been probably doing it for 20 years, especially because by then they've gotten fucking lazy about it. And they don't really give a shit if they do a good job or not. Bravo. No, and I'm right there with you, too. Like, I do very badly on interviews because if they say what's your biggest weakness my answer i have to i have to be so careful to not get set off when that question is asked because i know that i'm supposed to give some bullshit like you know sometimes i just work too hard they don't want to hear my biggest weakness is that i'm codependent you know what i mean it's like 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 they don't and it just frustrates me. It's like, it's a game and we all know it's a game. And so what I want to tell them is that I know that it, they know that I know that it's a game and that I don't want to play it. I would love to do this job, but I don't need your hand holding. All right. Okay. As somebody who does a lot of interviews and interviews a lot of people, um, I would say give that answer. Yeah. It's, as a manager, as a manager, when I'm hiring people, the thing that I want to know the most is, will your personality work with my team? So yeah. if you tell me that, I'd be like, yeah, you work in my team. That'd be fine. Cool. If you give me the bullshit, like, what I hate, what I hate is when I do an interview and the person gives me nothing but the quote-unquote right answer. Yeah, that's the worst. No, then I have no idea who that person is. I have no idea how they fit with the team. I have no idea how they're interacting. Like, I know it's, I appreciate that you practiced the fuck out of this interview. And I appreciate that it shows how much you wanted the job. But like Brian said, everybody wants this job. I got 30 applications and 10, 10 interviews to do. They all want this job. <laughs> 
great that you studied, but I want to know who the hell you are. So if you give that like, ah, oh, my weaknesses, I work too hard. Like, that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear that's a dumb fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, for doing this, you guys. I'll, I'll let you know when this releases. But uh, well, so Andy, you've got a couple of shows. You So you do. We all three of us do Outwit, Outplay, Outcast, the uh, podcast that I dare not speak its name most of the time. Uh, but Andy, you also do Welcome to Comics, and you do Lunch yes. Hour Anime Special. Is there any... Yeah. I feel like there's a, a fourth... Do you do a fourth show at all? Do I? I feel like I do, but I don't honestly remember if I do or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's Lunch Hour Anime Special. It's another Land of Living show. There's Welcome to Comics, which I've been doing for seven years now. We're on episode 319. Take a classic comic and we review it every week. Uh, well, most classic every classic week. Air quotes. Well, I was going to uh, say almost every week. Welcome to comics.com. Outwit, outplay, outcast.com for the survivor one, which I enjoy and don't mind dropping. <laughs> uh, and uh, notlg.com for all the yeah. other good shows. And then, so, Brian, I know. Oh, and you also, if anybody wants to, they can follow you at Jolly Andy. Uh, Brian. Yeah, you can hire me to perform your wedding. I don't know if... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another thing you can promote. Now, Brian, I know you don't do any other shows, and that's totally fine. And I know you're a misanthrope and don't like to be followed on uh, on Twitter. So, is there anything... Well, I don't is give a shit if people follow me on Twitter. I just don't ever say anything on Twitter. Yeah. So, they'd never know if I if it, like, actually worked. That's fair. You might as well follow him as long as he's going to flood your feed with crap. Is there anything that you want to promote that you're just excited about in general? Um, and that doesn't even have to be related to you. It could be a book that you read or a TV show you watched or a food that you ate. I, I, don't, I don't know why Like all of my friends are, are comic book nerds. I don't know why I'm like the only fucking one that still watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is so oh, good. What no, is it is good. People? Actually, uh, Bam Pow TV was talking about it and they said that this is their favorite season of it. Like when they went into really space... It was, yeah. I haven't watched it for a couple of seasons because it was, I would watch on Hulu, and then Hulu did its whole paywall thing, and now it's just a whole hassle. But I really enjoyed it right until uh, until I stopped watching. I should get back into it. Yeah. All right, well, hey. Yeah, like everybody's like, I stopped watching it after the first two episodes. I'm like, no, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially what, that first season, once, uh, like, it did feel like they were kind of spinning their wheels a little bit, but once... Uh, I want to say Civil War, but it's not that one. Uh, Winter Soldier. Once Winter Soldier, the movie released, every episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. from there on out was a club banger number one. So, yeah. Okay. Well, then, I'm going to say join us in two weeks for our next episode. When will I record it? Who knows? But it will release two weeks from now. So, until then... Uh, yeah, we don't have a name, so why would you think we have a, an outro? So, just we'll see you later. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.